up, y'all? Welcome back to episode eight of the hottest podcast on everybody's block. We on the Young Kobe episode now, number eight, because I can't think of anybody else who wears number eight, in all honesty. You already know what the fuck it is. <laughs> I'm your boy, Fax Mercury, a.k.a. Outbreak Drake, a.k.a. What the hell is wrong with white people, <laughs> a.k.a. Uh, Please Stop Touching Women, a.k.a. Uh, we just gonna get into it. And I'm joined with, of course, the other half of this podcast, Partner in Crime. You already know, it's your boy, Twin 4K, back in the flesh. You, you know, I'm just, I'm grateful to be here. I really am. I'm grateful to be here. I'm um, happy to just be alive, you know, in the coronavirus infected universe. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what else to say. Like, I guess. We got, we got a uh, fucking, the, the CCU, the coronavirus cinematic universe. Facts, yo. The, the alternate timeline. This is what? One of the, how many different alternative realities that Dr. Strange saw? Yeah, 14 million or some crazy shit like that. This I guess this is one of the failed ones. Yeah. <laughs> right. Once he's like, it's like, oh, nah, we're done. Yeah, Tony didn't save us in this one. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> we all know. They all dead. <laughs> all right, on, so how you been this week? Uh, I've been good, bro. I've been good. I've been chilling, uh, drinking some water as well as some vino, um, you know, staying blessed. Uh, been up on my stream. I've uh, been up on... My photography, actually, has been doing some editing of just some old pictures in general, been feeling inspired. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's been a pretty fun week, I guess, just creatively. How about you, bro? Um, yeah, I would say so. I definitely actually, you know, made music this week. I don't think I really did last week, but this week I definitely tapped into some fun stuff. Um, so got the Facts Fridays going. I honestly don't know when I'll stop just because I keep making shit. I'm like, all right, I guess I'll add that to the list down the line so i think i at the very least i think i should have like another four or five tracks so mm. it's like three months so i originally and the funny thing is these a lot of these were all supposed to be on like a, an album i was supposed to make and mm -hmm. maybe i'll make that down the road but that's just not where i am anymore so i feel okay. like this is a way that satisfies like because I'm the kind of person that, you know, oh, I'm going to make this project. I, like, build it up in my head and, you know, it starts to, like, consume me where I'm like, oh, you know, I want to do it by this time. So now I'm trying to, like, make it. And then sometimes I feel like I'm rushing. And so I was like, you know what? Like, it's just giving me too much stress trying to put that on me. So I was like, what if I just drop them? You know, and so this way mm -hmm. I can still make the music, but I don't feel the pressure of, oh, you know, like I have to make sure everything is right for me to do this album. And then I package it and this whole fucking thing. I feel mm -hmm. like if I throw away the tracks, it just, you know, relieves me saying like, okay, here, it's out in the open. I finally got it out. Like it's, it's a load off my shoulder. Well, actually, I like that philosophy, to be honest, like creatively, I find myself sometimes like trying to package too much work together. And, you know, in the realm of like photography and videography, and I guess even like content creation and video games that I'm doing now, like yeah. You pretty much don't necessarily have to do that. If you let off a lot of Lucy's, that does garner a lot of interest. And, you know, I don't want to sit here and say I'm watching, but I definitely have been watching. I seen, I actually went on your SoundCloud the other day, and I've noticed, man, your followers have shot up, bro, like, big time. Like, I, I don't that, pay attention. <laughs> yo, I'm like, yo, bro, my son Justice is really, like, grown, like, I feel like year over year. And I feel like, you know, you always downplay that shit, but I've seen it. And, you know, when you look at that philosophy of just dropping Lucy's and, you know, not really putting the pressure or to just put out like projects and things like that. It really works well for you. And, you know, like looking at that and even be able to correlate the two, like, all right, you know, you're just doing what you want to do. Like you don't like put out projects because everybody's putting out projects. Like I see that all day on Twitter. Like you just do you. And the fact that I still see your growth on SoundCloud, like that shit is dope to me. So like, you know, now in my lane, I'm like, all right, 
you know, maybe I don't need to be like doing all the photography, TikToks and all the photography, mini Instagram stories that I see all these people doing. You know, I could just keep dropping my Lucy's and keep, you know, yeah. growing my crowd like the way I've been growing it. You know, that shit right. is a, it's a grind, but that shit, you know, because you look, how long you been on SoundCloud? You've been on SoundCloud since high school, I feel like. So, yeah, I shit. mean, but like this version of me, uh, I, I would say like I feel 20- like it's brand new. Yeah, well, 2015 is when I, like, started, like, okay, I'm going to make projects. I'm going to actually, like, take this seriously. But, like, this current incarnation, I think, is from 2017 onward. But from mm-hmm. that point, there's been, like, big growth. Like, my sound and the way I approach things has changed facts. so much since then. So, Facts. Yeah, Literally you know, like, facts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, like, it, it, it just... I feel like for us, it's just, you know, like some people could just, you know, have that that ability of, you know, brain power to just sit there, focus on an entire project, know exactly what's going on. And I know we have the capacity to both do that, but like that doesn't necessarily satisfy us all the time. You know, that's unnecessarily mm-hmm. like, oh, this is my one way I can creatively throw myself out there. Like, I feel like it it it, it makes it in a way that it it, 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 how do I describe this? It puts it on your own timeline, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you yeah, know, and it feels much, a lot more natural, right? And it just you know it makes it casual, even though you're sharing work that you're proud of. It's just going at a pace where you're like, boom, here you go. All right, enjoy mm-hmm. that. And you know, it just because yeah. you realize like when you're making sometimes these larger projects and you put the onus on saying, "I want to get this done by March," and you're trying to rush, and you realize like, who who the fuck am I doing this for? It's me. So why am I? <laughs> <laughs> making this any more difficult than it needs to be if i'm the only one that you know i'm gonna have to worry about when i do this am i happy with this so if that's the way it makes me happy where well, you know what i'm just gonna do one thing a week or i'm gonna you know edit some photos and then whenever i post them i post them i feel like hey if that's what works that's it you know just don't you know whatever's your formula just stick with it I don't, i'm not even mad about that shit <laughs> yeah right there that's facts keys because i really feel like between you and like even ruthie like i feel like y'all just have that like master like that natural like just i don't i don't even know like to me my cornball head ass literally just refers to it as like dopeness like y'all just have this ability to naturally give off this you know it's it's almost like effortless that y'all create or your creations that y'all give out it just comes off so like naturally. And, you know, sometimes I find myself like I'm doing too much. Like, I'm like, damn, man, like I don't want this thing to look too constructed because people can tell like and you don't want that yeah. ever in your your work. So, you know, that's a little bit of facts keys, you know, from facts. Keys. <laughs> and, then, you know, I'm going to apply that shit to my work. Definitely. It's just, you know what it is? You got to get out of your own way sometimes. I realize like I'll be like that way, too. I'm so meticulous to the point where. Now, when I listen to it, I'm like, do I even fucking like this? And it could be fine, Mm. but I've already driven myself crazy trying to find the finer details and refine that rather than saying, you know what? Like now I started making music or prioritizing again what I used to do when I had fun making it, which I'm having fun again, which is just the feel. Does it feel good to make? Does it evoke a feeling that I wanted to evoke? Boom. Then that's it. I'm not Mm. adding nothing more. And so try that, you know, just, hey, look, when, you, when you're when you editing the photo, like, does it present what you want to present? Boom. All right. So what if it's not technically perfect? But if it makes you feel a certain way, then I feel like that that's what conveys to people the feeling of what you're making rather than like, oh, I see, you know, what he's done here. Um, yeah. Oh, OK. No, I, I actually I definitely yeah. I think that definitely has struck struck home. So I, I think I definitely am going to apply that in the coming weeks for sure. So. Especially with this um, good weather. You know, I know we social distancing, but man, I don't know if you... Yo, today? Walked, oh, my God. We walked, let's see, two miles yesterday and then two miles today. And it was just so fucking nice. Mm. Like, oh, it was just, yeah. Like, we walked yeah. deep. 
So it it's so nice refreshing. To, yeah, yeah. Just fresh air. So refreshing. Um, oh. Speaking of somebody who be dropping projects whenever the fuck they want to, Mr. Aubrey Graham himself, the king of <laughs> doing whatever the fuck he wants. <laughs> You, he's finally uh, come down from the embassy <laughs> yeah the embassy in toronto <laughs> he gave us the, what is it the dark lean i don't even what what was the name oh, that let me look at the dark lean dark lean demo tapes by orby graham so yeah he dropped that on may 1st and and then announced that he has the next album is coming this summer so what do you th- yeah. well yeah so we'll, we'll break it up so what, <clears throat> did you listen to the whole thing I, you know what? I didn't listen to it from start to finish. Unfortunately, um, being a New Yorker, yes, I jumped straight to the Fabio Foreign Demons track. Of course, <laughs> like you know, I had to. So, like that literally was the very Woo! first thing I did. And that song to me is just, you know, like that's the standout track because I'm from New York, so I gotta have that energy. That's what I want to be on all the time. Yeah. Um. But you know, right now I've listened. I want to say to five of the fourteen. And I want to give a thorough listen to the rest before I kind of give a concrete like opinion on it, because mm. I feel like, you know what the problem is? And I, I don't want to go too in. I, I definitely want to allow our conversation to be layered. I don't want to go too in, but I didn't get to listen to it entirely. I'm about five okay. out of 14. But so, but what, so what do you think of the tracks that you did listen to then? Um, of the tracks that I listened to, um, I think I'm a fan of, honestly, because, you know, you got Demons. I think that's a smash. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Favi could have went harder on it, but I think Drake has done his thing. Like Drake has that ability to kind of just step into anybody's lane and mm-hmm. pretty much like flow the same type of like rhymes just in an Aubrey way. He just gives it off yeah. as like an emotional, you know, I'm paranoid. I kind of want to guard myself in my city. Like, you know, I don't know. He does a really good job of doing that. So I think he really did, did his thing on that. You know, obviously Chicago freestyle was fire. I mean, giving um you know sample and just the the vocals on that is unbelievable uh you know when to say when hard uh i didn't listen to you know tussy slide's been out but i ain't listened to that shit i still have not formally listened to tussy slide like uh desires is hard uh d4l freestyle it's okay it's okay yeah i thought it was gonna slap slap and i was like okay exactly and uh pain 1993 that's definitely one of the five or fourteen that I'm a fan of so far, and War. I'm a, you know obviously Mandem Drake. Mandem Drake is number one, so you know War is a, a smash hit for me, and I love Axel Beat. So, uh, yeah, that's those are definitely the tracks at least so far that I'm fucking with, and I think like you know, like I, do I want to see more of this from Drake? I yeah, why not? I don't mind seeing like those type of tracks. Like when you look at When to Say One, Chicago Freestyle. Mm-hmm desires you know those very specific tracks that he knows how to get into that lane really well so you know do i want a drill album from drake yeah like uk drill or brooklyn drill you know you could do that or even on pay 1993 i feel like he's always been fiending to get into that like magnolia ish type of like okay i want to be play boy cardi or i want to fuck around with Lil uzi vert like i still don't know if he has a song with uzi like i feel like uzi went perfect on that and you know just like he can experiment with that stuff, and you know, I, I I rock with it. Like you know, definitely. If I had to give it out of ten so far, I would say I'm like six six and a half out of ten, which is good to me. Like I, I that's not a bad rating for an album. Yeah. Like no, damn, or mixtape. And like we, I was talking about this with uh, one of my boys, and we were saying how like the the new strategy of branding things as a mixtape just absolves people of a certain level of 
is this good or not? Mm. You know? Oh my goodness, bro. I you know what? I've so I so funny you mentioned that because that's literally all I think. Anytime they're dropping these Lucy tracks, what they're doing oh. is that, oh, let's let's see what it does. Like let's see how they respond to it. And then if it's good, oh yeah, we claim it. This is this is the new sound. This is what's working. Like, right, so but if it's all I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was going to say, before I get into it, like, I just have to preface and say, like, I, I do fuck with Drake. Like, I when Drake first came out, up until, like, 2015, like, bruh, I was, all the Drake shit. I was eating all the shit. Forget up. about so it. When I, when I come from, when I, when I speak now, it is not a place of hateration. I'm just, you know, like, I'm just trying to critique them in a fair way, in all honesty. And I'm trying to... Uh, be unbiased. Like there are times I am biased when it comes to him in the sense that I'm like, yo, bro, what the fuck are you doing? So like he's done this before. And so there's one thing I cannot critique, which is that he has mastered the business aspect of rapping down to mm. what features to find, who's the hottest trend coming up, how to package all of mm -hmm. that together and stuff like this, how this mixtape is all a bunch of shit that we've heard already. Lucy's combined together. And so what that does is, takes though if those already existed out in the world it packages them together allows it to count as like an album stream wise but also all those things are singles in and of itself so those could blow up and it still ties back it's a it's a very easy way for him to get another like platinum record like he knows how to game the system to get you know these accolades for him he knows how to make hits and so he can just package hits and lucy's and throw them away and like he's at that status where people want to hear anything from him and like personally, like I did listen all the way straight through and all, you know, like it's Drake, but like Drake now is not the same Drake from before. And like, I just don't like this Drake now. Like I like him on certain shit, but more often than not, I'm just kind of like, eh, it's just not for me. It just sounds really stale. Like it just doesn't sound like genuine. Like it just sounds like, all right, Drake was like, these are the beats that people like. I'm just going to hop on one and just do whatever. And all right, that might yeah. work for some people. But in all honesty, I'm like, you know, like. I can tell, like, that's what, if that's what he's doing, then it just comes across as clear as day. And some people like that shit. Like, you know, Drake just has that golden voice, you know? Like, he just, you mm -hmm. know, he has good flow. He has decent enough bars sometimes. And, you know, he's, he knows that's how to, like, sing and make his voice work. So people eat that shit up, like, a hundred times over. So he can't do no wrong into, like, so many people's eyes. So it's like, no matter how much I critique him or how much you might hate, like it's still gonna get plays, and so like I have to salute exactly. that. Exactly. Like, no matter what, no matter yeah. what controversy surrounds it, people want to hear what this this nigga has to say. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like the classic notion of like you know if it isn't broke, why fix it? Like okay, yeah, yeah. all right, my maybe my core fan base, the fan base that started with me and you know made me made me hot. Like that might be literally the one percent of my fan base now. That when you really consider that he's a pop star, like this dude is yeah. is massive all over the world. Like he doesn't have to like really cater to like you guys anymore he's more so catering to okay what is going to ring off in the club what is going to ring off on people's car when they're driving to work what is going to ring off on people's airpods when they at the gym like that's just like who he's thinking of and it's like literally you know what he does in his sound is like he has that ovio machine you know like you look at when they have the party next doors or you know they're able to reach out and and, and tap on the weekends of the world and reach out and tap on, you know, any new artist, especially when you're number one, just like you said, you can reach out and tap on anybody. Yo, look, I choose you, Favi. I know you're hot in New York right now, but like now you're worldwide, bro, because I chose you. Like, right. And it's just a very transactional choice too. Like he knows, exactly. like, it's not out of the kindness of his heart. Like, Ooh, I want to boost you. He knows like this guy has something. And if I touch mm -hmm. it, I'm gonna make it hot. And then also by virtue, it's going to bring this guy into better status. 
Exactly. And, you know, like, it, it, just like I said, if it isn't broke, don't fix it. If it's getting him paid, you know he's not going to turn away yeah. from that. Yeah, because that's why, that's why he did what he... That's why he's in the game. He's in the game to make money. He's not sitting there making music to make right. music. Drake, he wanted the fame. He wanted the money. He wanted everything that comes with it. So he understands. And, like, that, that he's just a brand at this point. And, you know, you can hear it in his music. You can see it in his music. You can see it in the machine. Like, Drake is a machine. Right. Like everything about what he does is calculated, like good and bad. It's good to where he can, you know, structure his image exactly how it wants. But it's also bad because you can hear that that's what he's trying to do. Even, you know, like on Scorpion, right? He had the track where he announced, you know, I have my son. But we only know you did that because you're trying to get ahead of the image and say, boom, all right, somebody tried to say some shit, but he was trying to control the narrative. And that's what he does. He has that ability to control the narrative about him. As much as, you know, people might, uh, uh, you know, will we'll, there be people who say like, all right, this fucking guy, you know, whatever, whatever. But in the mainstream eye, like he's manipulating his image to work for him. And from a business standpoint, that's the correct thing to do, you know, like get ahead mm-hmm. of everything. But it's just from a musical or from an artistic standpoint, it just doesn't feel genuine because I know like you're trying so hard to be this. You're trying so hard to just show me this one thing. But like, I'd rather you just, you know, I don't know not do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah not do that at all like just bro come on be yourself because that that's really the drizzy just like we said that i think everybody fell in love with because even that drake right now he's a megastar i don't care that drake from 09 to like 2012 was the biggest star i think i might have ever seen like period because it it was like yo every single day on the radio it didn't matter it was drake featuring drake like he literally was able to wrap that into bars and put that out and say that like, and it doesn't just yeah. come off as, oh, he's cocky and he's just lying to himself. Nah, right. like, bro, every single song on the radio sounds like Drake featuring Drake. Like, he literally yeah. was on the radio nonstop, like, just hit after hit, number one after number one. Like, everybody, like, I I couldn't get enough of him. I'm not going to lie. Like, Young Money, Cash Money, him and Wayne yeah. going bar for bar. Like, that's that's really the drizzy that I think everybody loves so much. So whenever he taps into that bag, like, you know, I think... And he still can, people, yeah. You know, yeah, he, and he, he still can every now and now get, and again. But yeah. it doesn't seem like his like you said, his priority. He's just like, all right, what's the best way to get money? Like he'll have those moments like, let me remind people that I can rap a little bit, but he just doesn't choose to do that. And that's what bothers me. Like, if you're gonna claim and say, like, yo, I'm the greatest rapper of all time, then you have to fucking go hard every goddamn time. You can't do this shit and make your tootsie slides and shit. Nah, you, you if that's how you gotta do it, then you gotta fucking put forth the effort but like at the same time i could only critique him so much about that because if that's not what the motherfucker wants to do hey i could you know yell in his face all day but he ain't gonna change so that's why i'm like i've just mm-hmm. given up like all right like you know like i can be mad at him or whatever and just be like i don't want to listen to his music as much but he's still gonna make the music so if people like it cool i, I just know like we we talked about it but you know he, he said he's dropping the new album what, what do you think of that what do you think of what do you think is gonna come oh. from Six, six, six. I think, I think actually, I don't even know, honestly, realistically from the leaks though, because if you, he did go ahead on, I think he has like an OVO night sound radio Instagram channel where he like kind of DJs at night on IG live. And, um, he was previewing some tracks and he had like a French track on it, like call full speed. And that I'm not gonna lie. It was pretty hot. Like I was a fan of it. Um, it kind of gives me that vulnerable R and B like Drake. 
sounded yeah. like something that Future could be throwing on. Uh, like Drake, get at get at Future, please get him on that track. But that shit is um, I think it's it's gonna be a lot better than the stuff we just got because I feel like this mixtape. I mean, you know, I, I guess that's another uh, segment that we can get into. But like, if I gotta rank it, I think that might be his worst mixtape without question. Like, it's yeah. not better than any of the end of the mixtapes he's ever put out. Yeah, no. um, and you know, like, like yeah, I'm kind of like reflecting on it right now, and I'm like just looking at the fact, you know, if you're reading this too late, kind of showed up on my screen, and I'm like, yo, wow, like, look at that, that's an excellent that Drake mixtape. Always, bro. How the fuck was that yeah. not? If that was views. I would have been like, oh my God, Drake is the greatest of all time. Yeah, he's the greatest of all time. And that's what everybody was expecting views to be. And damn, yeah. man, did he let us down with that. That's oh man, Drake. But yeah, it's it's just um his next album, I think, might be, I think it might be the one. I'm not gonna lie, because Scorp between you're right, it's views, Scorpion, even more life. When you look at those three and like now, even this mixtape. I'll be honest, Drake has not been the hottest in the world like he used to be. He's not that guy anymore. Like he, he, you know what it is? Like his albums aren't. Like he could still, mm-hmm. even no matter what he puts out, like he could still jump on a track. And I think that's how he's, you know, redeemed because he's, people are going to get the album sales, but I don't know if people are running back any of those albums that frequently. But I feel like through the mm-hmm. features and through these people, he makes himself still relevant through that. But in all honesty, yeah. like I just found, yeah, I just found all three of those products to be like, okay, it just didn't age well. Like when More Life came out, yeah, I ran it back a few times. I liked a few of the tracks off it, but then after a while, I was like, okay, like I'm done now. And then Scorpion, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, like I appreciate some of the shit he was trying to do. I'm like, oh shit, bro, he rapping over fucking Ninth Wonder and shit like that. I'm like, oh, okay, wow, I never thought I'd see that ever. But I, I don't know if it just like just the I I don't know the way he approaches tracks sometimes I'm like eh that's just not for me like it just it just doesn't come mm-hmm. across how I would expect him to to do so yeah. but yeah I, I don't know no, I'm yeah, not gonna listen to that. I just don't I don't you know like for me personally I just don't want to hear another Drake album just because I'm like I really don't care what you have to say anymore like in all yeah. honesty like. like- and I think Drake honestly has brought it, brought it upon himself. Like you said, you brought up something that it was pretty key. The whole notion of like the album just not necessarily sticking around. Like Drake really has ushered in that era of music when you think about it. And, I, you know, while it was unintentional, because he was just a hit maker, that's what it was. He came into the game and it was just like every single time that dude's voice touched the track, it was like he was the golden child. Everybody yeah. wanted to flock to the record. So, you know, it, it it was one of those things that, you know, you look at the Fetty Wops of the world, all those one-hit wonders. Fetty Wop wasn't a one-hit wonder, but the the multiple hit-making wonder, kind of even designer when he had Panda and then he did the Timmy Turner. Like, his was more like a two-hit time, but, yeah, you know, you look at those type of artists, like the whole notion of just putting out so many hits, like, it creates this atmosphere where nobody, like, those albums and those hit records don't have replacement value. They, they, you know, yeah. you don't want to go back to them. They're not longevity. They don't have it's none like of that spark. stuff. Like you, exactly. And it's just, you know, like, it, it's so crazy. Like, Drake is literally falling, like, like he's falling on his own sword at this point. Like, you know, I feel like he's at a point where, yeah, you know, his songs are still hot. Like, yeah, it's Drake. It's not a bad song, but it's not it's not like phenomenal. Like this is not something that I'm dying to listen to every yeah. single day of my life. And it is depressing, man. Cause I remember there was a day where every single day, I'm telling you the first songs that I was trying to bump was a Drake track yeah. every single day. It didn't not matter. And, and it's um, like, you know, you it's, know, he's definitely losing his grip. I think. Yeah. And it's, it's, you know, it's a product of the times too. And it's also, like you said, like he makes the hit. So it, he stays in people's minds and then disappears. But like the game has shifted to where, 
If you're not constantly dropping, you're going to get washed away. And unless you're the mm-hmm. kind of artist that has set a precedent from the beginning saying like, I'm not going to fall into this trend. Once you decide to fall into that trend, you're going to be subjected to that. You know, like exactly. You, and so he's, he's now doing that. He's, you know, he's dropping these things and it's just, you know, he, he's, it, it, he's a part of the elder statesman group now, you know, he's, he's mm-hmm. made, you know, that 10 plus years mark where you've been around, you know, like kids have grown up with you. We grew up with him and you have another generation that's now starting to exist where they didn't get to see him, you know, rise to stardom so you see this guy but now you have other people that are grabbing uh people's attention or the younger generation's attention so you know you're losing that that uh that pinnacle where yeah you're still around but it's like okay are the the generations coming after are starting to listen to you or they're just like uh eh. you know like when we were around it was uh i, I don't know like we knew Ju- by yeah, the time, i don't even know by the time we we're like six mm-hmm. or seven jay-z was always around and like, yeah, you know, yeah. Jay-Z was still around, but like by the time we were in high school, we were like, yeah, Jay-Z, but he was on Blueprint 3. And, you know, I like some tracks mm-hmm. from Blueprint 3, but that shit wasn't fucking incredible. Like the previous- Yeah, he was on his way out. Yeah, exactly. he was on his way out in our eyes. Yeah. Right, right. So I feel like that's what Drake is now. You know, he's on that way out, not necessarily like degrading how good he is or anything like that, but it's just, you know, the times are starting to change and that's not necessarily the sound that people want. Like you're still going to make your stake with you know older people and you know you're still gonna get your world tours it's not gonna affect him too too much but you know when people talk about like relevancy then you know he might start to decline a little bit so i mean mm-hmm. he got a fantastic run and i'm not saying he's fucking old as hell but you know like depending on how this next album comes out it might just be like okay you know the people who fuck yeah. with you are still gonna fuck with you but i don't think you're gonna bring in any new fans yeah, it, it definitely might make him reconsider depending on how well those numbers look. I think it'll still be a number one and in, in, I think oh, he'll yeah. still, you know, rank top 10, top, the first top 20 tracks. He's going to be scattered throughout that, that ranking and he's going to have that number one and he's probably going to go platinum. But it's just one of those things where it's kind of like Wayne. Wayne was literally on top. I don't think he was doing bad. Nothing that ever happened. It's just he could just tell that it was different. And you yeah. just don't want that feeling. You know what I mean? Like, Hove is at a point where it was like, okay, you know, just like you kind of said, I think it was like with Blueprint 3, that was like the death of like, like super gangster Hove. Like, yeah. like I think that was the last time we saw him. Cause I think after that, what was it? Magna Carta, Holy Grail, and Watch the Throne. Mm-hmm. Those were the only two. And then obviously yeah. 444. Right. So you got those three albums. And, you know, you just see the evolution. It literally went, yeah, Watch the Throne, Magna Carta, and then um, Magna Carta was like, okay. <laughs> and you could just tell like that was just some bullshit like it wasn't even like, like i don't even know what that was like it was just some trash to me like and you look at 444 it's like he's a grown like you know just like seasoned in the game like he now he's trying to give back those keys give back information and and do it right, in a different right, way so right. it's like you know like i think drake can see a resurgence but it's just like i said and just like you said it's about yo tuning back into what made you you and at the end of the day, like using your life experiences in a in a positive note to give back to those around you. And, right. And Isn't your that fans. time for yeah. that type of Drake album where it's going to be like 
reflective like he's always been reflective, reflective. like mm. you know like oh take you know, care <laughs> yeah like oh man these girls have me but like okay you can't keep doing that at 33 dude like i don't want to hear you <laughs> do these fucking problems when you're like the richest one of the richest people on earth or whatever like come on you living in like a whole embassy dude like you, you know you're said, not gonna yo, you're i don't not even want to cut you off bro i don't even want to cut you off no, but no. yo look at the, t- the take care cover my g said he's really pondering like he was going through the worst he's life experiences ever bro like come on like that's first world problems and that's That's we we were like yo these women bro and we were like 15 16 like oh my god son this shit is so hard but we're like now (laughs) i don't want to hear that now like dude like there's no way like i'm gonna sit here and really be like oh wow i feel for draker oh man this guy is crying his eyes out like bro come on man like i know you don't have these fucking problems no more like breathe i know rihanna don't fuck with you no more but you gotta move on (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you got to move on. Like, you can't be sitting here talking about those same things. And yeah, like, I don't know. He just, he definitely needs to graduate, like, maturity-wise. I feel like Drizzy Dr- is in a weird place. Like, Drake is really, like... Yeah, his topics It's almost are- like he appeals to kids. It's weird. Like, it, he really still appeals to such a young fan base. And I don't think he should want to do that anymore. Like, he like, sort of transitioned to that mob talk. And, like, I like it because it's just mad funny. Because it's like, bro, you were not doing this shit before. <laughs> like, where did this back. come from? <laughs> uh, I get hits out on people. I'm like, what? Wait, wait. <laughs> like, so seeing My son really think he a goon, like, yeah, for so no reason. Where he's, like, trying to talk like that now. And I'm like, I don't know where this came from. It's funny. It's I'm like, okay, I guess that's another topic that you haven't really touched on. But like it's like that that was not the reputation that you had for yourself. So try to make try to make that heel turn now to like really be the villain. Like, yeah, nah, nobody fucks with me because I'm I'm doing X, Y, and Z. I only fuck with my day ones. I'm like, okay. <laughs> like it, it's just such mm-hmm. a drastic change. So we'll see if, yeah. That that if that's the case, and if like his his content shifts in a way that I can resonate with or say, like, okay, you know what, this is appropriate for you, then I might fuck with the album. But if not, then I'm just getting like, okay. And, Here's the sixth album with Drake talking about the same shit and another hundred million dollars mm-hmm. in his pocket. So, yo, yeah, he got no, I agree. I could have even like He got a whole like dude Boeing got an OVO airline, son. Like, are you kidding me? An OVO airline, bro. Like, this dude really got a seven five seven Boeing jet. Like a two, I think it got like two floors on it. It looked like right. I gotta actually look up a picture of it. Hold on, son. OVO jet. Like at that. this point, just tell me, like, yo, you fucking broke. That I might be like, okay, <laughs> tell tell me, right? Oh, I, like, so like, I'm I'm confused. This dude's net worth is 150 mil, but this dude owns a 220 million dollar private jet. Somebody needs to explain something to me. So I, this some explaining needs to go. Like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Oh man, yeah. Oh, seven sixty seven. God damn, bro, that shit is huge. Yeah, yeah, it's bro, massive. Seven sixty seven, three hundred F. How you connect with virtual Apple? Get Ablo engineering. Dude got a freaking off-white jet, man. Oh, my goodness. That's crazy. Jersey. Air Drake. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and he took the team. Oh. He took fucking the, the Raptors on that shit. When they beat the Warriors. Yep. Like, yeah, here when they go. beat the Warriors, Take they flew home on their jet. <laughs> Take my plane, my <laughs> entire plane. <laughs> That's nutty, bro. Oh, uh, my goodness. So, yeah. So, we'll see if, you know, this means a different kind of jersey. Or it's the same stuff. And... You know, that's just how the game goes. Yeah, no, nah. that's that's how the game is gonna go. You know, with Drake. You know, we we're just gonna see. I think, like, I th- just like you said, I think his his time, unfortunately, is coming there. And you know, 
Like, I'm not even lying. Even when I saw it happen with my dude, Ye, I, I was hurt. Like, you know, when I saw Ye fall from his grace, it was tough, like, seeing that. Yeah. Like, But it happens to everyone. I, You know, it's unfortunately just that cycle of life. Like, you know, you're on top, you have your run, and then you, you don't really fall off, but at the yeah. same time, it's just... You just kind of, you know, generations pass. Like it's yeah, really you generations just go to the wayside. Like you're never gonna yeah. lose the people that fuck with you, you know. But mm. you, like I said, you're just not gonna gain any new fans. So your number just stays the same. But then everybody else numbers grow bigger. So that's how you just start yeah. losing. It's not like you become any less. Like you know, Kanye West is still relevant, but it's just his music. You're just kind of like, eh, I might not be eager. Yeah, it's, a blip. it's a blip. Yeah. You're kind of like, all right, let me listen. And you're like, okay, that was cool or not. And then you just go about your day. That's how it's going to be. You go about your day. That's how it's going to be with certain people or everybody, you know? Like some people either just leave the game on top and then you're just left sitting there wondering, like, damn, what the fuck happened? Or it's going to be like that slow descent, you know? Like each time (laughs) it's just going to be like, "Eh, okay. Like it's going to be harder and harder to be like, yo, this is fucking hot. And you might try yeah. it, like, you know, like when people drop shit, I might, you know, I'm like, nah, this was hot. And then I listen, I'm like, nah, bro. <laughs> nah, I was, I, was, I, was kind of, I, I might have been on one. I might have been off of one too many. <laughs> right. It's, it's just, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, nah, I'm, I'm in agreement. Yeah, it's, it's like at this point, like, you know, you look at the next generation and I think you literally hit the nail on the head. A good example of like, to just like, kind of validate what you just said is that I'm listening to Demon and I'm thinking literally, if Drake wasn't on that track, I would not be listening to that song. I'll be entirely honest. And I love <laughs> Fabi, but I was on the Fabi's thread. Like when he he uh, like tweeted out one of the lyrics from the song or something. And um, you know, people was like, yo bro, you carried on that track. Like if he wasn't on there, like, it, you know, it would be trash and things like that. And I'm like, damn, like, I have a like a feeling that these people are dead serious though. They're not like yeah, no, just like saying no. it to say it. they fuck they uh, they literally align with Fabio Foreign that twenty one year old twenty year old movement way more than they're aligning with thirty three year old Drake's bars that you know maybe I might think is is super hard. You know I'm twenty five going on twenty six and I'm listening to Drake and I'm like yo now nah, this is like ill like but you know those twenty year olds those eighteen year olds forget they about it. You know the sixty yeah, year olds. They they go into the Fabio foreign like they mm-hmm. that's their guy like that's who they want to rock with so it's just crazy man to see see that dude man lose the grip on the game man because I swore yeah. I was like yo nobody's ever gonna take it from him yo and that's right right and it's just that that's how it happens it happens in the way it's never gonna be in that expected way it's always gonna be that huh like how did we get mm-hmm. here like you look back and like how damn you- like I thought he was still nice <laughs> but. <laughs> Like we're we're, we're <laughs> at that turning point now, like that where those you know we're kind of the old heads. Like nah, they, I don't know these yeah. new cats, man. They won't be fucking with the OGs. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I'm definitely at that point, I, and I'm not even ashamed to say it because I've turned on some shit and I hear some like I don't even know, man. I heard some whack at. Oh my god, I just feel like all of the new artists are all the same. They all have this upbeat like singing, like rap. I don't even know what it is. It's just. It's it's just not even cool no more. I just don't like it. I don't know. <laughs> He's I, like, I definitely don't like I'm, I'm I just don't like it. Yeah, I guess I'm definitely growing <laughs> out of hip hop. It's sad. <laughs> like I try to just box things in. Like I know it's 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 all rap, you know. And so if somebody tries mm-hmm. to compare two rappers, you know, I can't stop them because it is rap. They're rappers. But like for me, mm-hmm. I put things in a box. Like you know, like I'm pretty sure when I listen to six four five AR, like this thing is not trying to become Jay Z. You know, like he's just rapping. Mm-hmm. And like making music, if he's doing it for money or he just likes doing that particular, 
on the track. That's what he wants to do. But like, <laughs> if that shit is hot in the sense like, yo, this got a cool ass beat and I'm bumping. Like, I'm just going to put it in that box of like, okay, when I want to listen to this kind of shit, I'll listen to this kind of shit purely because it makes you feel this way, right? If I want to go listen to fucking bars on top of bars, I'll put on some Freddie Gibbs from Kendrick or whatever. Like, I just put certain things in respective boxes because if not, then I would feel the same way. But I just don't want to, like, disparage and say, like, oh, this isn't music. I'm like, it is. It's just maybe not music for everybody. It's just this particular kind of music. So, like, even the the drill shit, you know, like, when I want to mm. listen to drill shit because I want to feel like I'm about to run up on 40 dudes with a ski mask, yeah, I'll put that shit on. <laughs> but, like, I might not, like, like you know how you said, like, the young kids, they just might pure, always listen. They w- might wake up and just, woo! <laughs> like, yeah. they might wake up and want to listen to that shit all the time. And, like, we were like that with certain things, but we're past that now. So that's, that's what it is. We're mm. just at that stage, like, yo, this kind of music, I just can't do it all the time. Yeah, nah, that's that's pretty much where I'm at too. Like I was what I was listening to the radio for the first time and I don't even know how long. And I turned like, on the car what? and like bro, I just heard some song and it was just like I, I think it was a like this dude named Lil Mosey and I was just like I don't even know what Lil Mosey is. Who is Lil Mosey? And <laughs> like it was just playing this upbeat TikToky song on Hot 97. <laughs> like not just it's just not the New York I remember, bro. It's 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 just out of control. Like it's just it's just out of control, man. Like yeah. it's just this new era. But it, you know what it is. Just like you said, may not be for me. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna lie. If I was off one too many, maybe I was in the club. That shit might hit it off because you know it was up might- exactly, <laughs> exactly. It, it would bang a lot like harder in the club. But definitely, you know, I, you know, it's it's definitely hard to see the transition. You know, I'm yeah. definitely a part of that era, the old head era now. Um, <laughs> yeah. So okay. So yeah. let's get into the meat of the show. Of yeah, today's episodes, the two we'll, we'll we'll break them down, but um, we're switching gears here, getting much more serious. Uh, so I don't know if anybody knows or how many people do know, but so there there's an event called Duce Palooza. It was used to be called Henny Palooza. <laughs> I don't actually know what the fuck happened. Why Henny was like, nah, don't use our shit no more. Um, so they're Duce Palooza. Got the the whole cosign. And it's a event where you go and they basically drink, you know, they got DJs and shit and it's a big venue. You know, people have good fun there. You know, it's one of those things like those <laughs> gatherings and people have fun. And so unfortunately, one of the hosts of this event was found to be a piece of shit. Yeah. And so I'll, Pretty much. I'll, I'll let you take it from there because you're more tapped in with those people. Yeah. than I am. Yeah, I guess because, um, you know, when you look at, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of the Joe Budden podcast and, you know, through the Joe Budden podcast, if you guys follow it or anyone is in tune with that, um, they have Rory, uh, I think McFarrell or whatever his name, I don't know his name is, but Rory, Rory is a member of the Duce Palooza, like hosting team. And, you know, like pretty much that whole group got like entangled in Chris's uh, allegations. And, you know, it, it just got really nasty, man. It got really, really nasty. Uh, you know, Chris, like, has pretty much been outed. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things where I don't want to say I, I always kind of figured. Because, you know, you kind of take a look at someone and you could kind of just tell how they get down. Yeah. Or, you know, you've just been around enough, like, just weirdos, unfortunately, Similar in your mind, life like, growing yeah. up. Exactly. And it's, you know, like, he kind of always gave me that vibes. And it was just like, damn, like, I don't know, it's do say, can that place always be all positivity? You know, I don't want it to come off as hate. 
but can like can that really just be this old positive mess and you know it really it hit the fan it really hit the fan this past week you know I, I don't even know how many allegations there were but you know it was like dozens like I'm talking like tens if not 20 30 plus that yo he was just you know ex- un- like exposing himself randomly on women while intoxicated um, he's purposely going on, like, you know, pur- purposely on record trying to, like, intoxicate girls, trying to always offer them douce and different shots of alcohol, you know, groping. always trying to get girls to come back to his house, groping, like, you know, it was just real, it was real hard stuff to, like, even, like, read, you know, I'm not gonna lie, I'm definitely, I'm I'm, I'm still one of those guys that, where it's still hard for me to read that stuff, I don't even want to read this stuff, because it makes my blood boil, you know, I just can't, like, understand why a guy would want to take, like, why you would want to put another being in that it's not even about man or woman at first but it's just putting another person in a like a state of just like having a fear for them like anything like bro like what are you doing because like in my eyes i'm like you put me in a fear for my life i'm thinking like i gotta kill you like that's literally how my mind works so you know when you do that like you really have to be power tripping and that's what it is like you know these male egos you know when you really like have a like a a generalized in a wide, like just an open wide conversation about just the male ego, male arrogance, like what, like even like causes them to think that that is okay. And, you know, Chris, like he just, yeah, he just really, he shat the bed. And I mean, he went on IG light, not live, literally later the night to pretty much say, oh, I'm sorry for all the women for feeling that way. Like, dude, like you can't even own it, dude. Like you really can't even own it. Like he just was a gaslighting sentence to say, I'm sorry. You feel that way. Not that I made you you feel that way. You know, I just was trying to get my shit wet. The fuck is up. Yeah. Like it was just incredible. Like it was incredibly stupid. And you know, like, like, I don't know, like this, there's really not much detail to go into other than saying that he is a piece of shit and men like that are piece of shit. Period. Like you guys are just pieces of shit when you think that you can, uh, I'm sorry, you go ahead. No, 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 no. It, it, you're right, and it's, <laughs> it's, and it's too like you know a lot of people are saying like, okay, well he didn't rape her or X, Y, and Z, and it's like you're you're missing the fucking point. Like, I, point. It, it, it's, 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 it's the coercion, really. Yeah, it's right, the right. whole notion of trying to coerce a woman into like doing something that you know she was not feeling to do ten minutes before you was and trying to do all the bullshit that or even uh-huh. men don't necessarily understand like when it comes to sexual abuse sexual harassment rape like it's not always clear cut and it's not always like rape in the sense where it's like all right you're gonna i'm gonna rip off your pants and try to have sex with you not understanding that there are levels to uh, you know uncomfortability and what violation mm-hmm. of people's spaces and it comes from just consent period if you're doing something and somebody says no if you're a man and you're trying to get with a woman and at any point in time she says no that means no. It doesn't mean if I get a few drinks in her, it's going to turn into a yes. Or if she says maybe, no, there, it's, it's fucking mm-hmm. no. When she says no, the no means no. So coercion, and I, I honestly think why people are trying to skim past that is because they have no idea how to operate without coercing a woman. And they don't realize coercing mm-hmm. a woman is as simple as, hey, Mayo, yo, yo, come back to my crib. Trying to, yo, let's, have, let's get into something. And she's like, no, no. And you're That's like, That's coercion. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, on you're enticing you're you're, you she said no but you're trying to turn that no into a fucking yes and you don't realize you're stepping some over boundaries because if somebody did that Mm -hmm. shit to you watch how fast niggas would understand coercion if they don't like if a gay man were to do that to them if a gay man were to try to come on bro good example what a great example leave me guys would be like yo don't fucking touch me 
they would instantly mm-hmm. know what the fuck boundaries and consent means when it comes to that. But suddenly mm-hmm. you can't apply to a woman. You can't apply that same pressure to, you know, to understand that if you wouldn't want it done to you, don't do it to other fucking people. And of course, it goes deeper in terms of, you know, there's power structures behind it, why men enjoy that. But for the basic humanity purposes, like it's it just comes down to consent. If somebody says no and they are uncomfortable with it, that's it. So I really think a lot of people have been in situations where they have no idea that you've made somebody feel uncomfortable. And you mm-hmm. and guys have done that and you can and they but they just don't fucking get it, you know, like a certain some guys just don't fucking get that you're making a, a woman uncomfortable. And like, you know, and and people think or try to say like, oh, well, all she has to do is speak up. But bro, like there, there are niggas out here who just straight catcall a woman. She says no. And this woman gets slashed across her face or gets fucking jumped mm-hmm. because this guy could not handle rejection. So if you really think that a woman has not thought like, what if I were to say no? And this, and now you're at the mercy of however this person reacts. You don't see that. That's why some women smile because they're smiling nervously. They're, they're trying to laugh through the situation because it's so fucking un- uncomfortable. The signs are never, you know, clear as day when you're witnessing or when you're seeing the shit. And, and that's why people are having a hard time understanding like, well, she's smiling. She looks like she's having a good time. You don't fucking know that. You're just assuming because you're seeing the shit. And so it, it runs mm-hmm. deep as to how you know, all of these things play together and why, you know, more women don't speak up because you're at the mercy of, you know, how people fucking react or how dudes would react to them saying no. And we know amount of times of how many dudes have used that, you know, guys have said no to, and you'd be like, man, fuck that bitch. And now what happens if you're a violent type of dude and you're like, man, fuck that bitch. And now you go hit her, you go do X, Y, and Z. And this woman has to deal with the consequences because you don't know how to fucking handle rejection. I'm sorry, you could continue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was mad long. Oh, no, no, honestly, I was going to say, I mean, it's perfectly well put. You pretty much put, like, all my statements out there. Like, and it's it's kind of like, you know, just the whole notion of just, you know, being a just decent human being. Just like you said, like, just because people say no to you, it doesn't mean, all right, oh, F this bitch, you don't got to, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it don't got to be like that, bro. Like, all right, she don't like you, dude, so... All right, y'all just friends, man. That's it. Like, or it. y'all not friends. If she doesn't want to be your friend, that's it. Like, it's it's really not that, like, dramatic. Like, I know, you know, it's kind of like the dudes that go to the club still and they're like, yo, why do girls go to the club if they not dancing? Excuse me? Like, why do you, like, yeah, what, right? like, like, why, what kind of, like, mental entitlement? Like, where does that come from, son? Like, who, like, this, this, like, and, and honestly, it just comes from so many toxic areas of society because it's a societal thing unfortunately it's the patriarchy it's shit that's just engineered in us from you know like just from birth bro like it it, sometimes even i catch myself saying or you know i'll have those conversations with wifey shot will put me to the side she's like yo you don't understand what you're saying right now like why it could be considered like toxic and you know she got a real me back in and i'm just sitting here oh yo you know what she's actually right like like it doesn't even make sense when you actually think about it like no they're not there to, to, to be beings of pleasure or, or like necessarily entitlement to you. They're not entitled to you. Like a woman don't walk into the club necessarily there to, to speak to, to you. Like that's just not how that shit goes. So to me, like, you know, I don't know, like that shit just never made any sense for real. Like right, you like, really think about it. It, it, it doesn't make sense. And it's like people are failing to understand like, OK, yeah, the club has its connotations about what people think it's for, but it's a fucking place where people gather to socialize. And mm-hmm. when I mean socialize, I mean socialize with who they fucking want to. Doesn't mean mm-hmm. you as a stranger could walk up to a woman and she's supposed to be okay with you fucking talking to her. And, mm-hmm. you know, 
of course you're gonna run into people you know uh, guys are gonna be like well she didn't have to be fucking rude but also dude like you don't understand you might not have been the only person to speak to her or try to hit on her mm-hmm. throughout the night so her saying man dude get the fuck away from me you might think like oh this bitch is rude yeah but you might have been the 20th motherfucker in the last 15 minutes to try this shit if you don't think yeah. if 20 people in 15 minutes tried to be like yo what's up and you didn't know any of them you'd be like what the fuck is up you go to like, what the heck is wrong with these dudes? Dude is, <laughs> yo, you go to a club and some dude is talking to you, not even on some he's trying to get with you, just simply trying to have a conversation and you don't know them. I get annoyed. I get extremely annoyed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, who the fuck is this? I have no idea who you are. Please stop talking to me. So you can imagine mm-hmm. the stress of these people approaching because they're like, yo, what's up with him? Let me buy you a drink. You look real good. And you're you're not even in, you don't you're not out there for that. You know, like being out mm-hmm. in public and wearing whatever the fuck you want doesn't mean that these people are entitled to receive these type of comments. You know, people saying, well, why mm-hmm. she got her titties out if they don't want to be looked at? Because she feels good doing it. When you wear the clothes to feel good. I mean, I'm sure, sir, some guys are going to be like, nah, I wear the clothes for the bitches. Well, good for you, Mr. Bitches. Good for you. But that's yeah, not everybody. good for you, Mr. Bitches. I hope you get him. I hope you I hope get him. Like, go out there, go get him, Tiger. You know, but you know, that's not why people do shit. It's for them. It's for them to feel good. That's why women wear makeup too. It's not for you. It's for them. They feel good doing it. So when you get a haircut, you feel good after. So that's what you do. You dress up, mm-hmm. you feel good. So if a, a woman feels good with her titties out, let her have her titties out. And you don't got to make a mm-hmm. fucking comment on it because it's not for you. It's not for your fucking consumption. Just like how you do shit, it's not, you know? So, it, it, But people just don't get it when it comes to somebody else because it, people just lack basic empathy. If you, if you, It's so easy if you have empathy to imagine, yo, if you were in that position, you wouldn't like it. But people don't think about anything other than themselves because they they just can't see beyond that worldview or their own worldview. Yeah, no, honestly, you hit the nail on the head. It's really just selfishness. When you really think about it, like men are inherently selfish. Like guys really just have that sense of entitlement. You know, she needs to talk to me. She needs to acknowledge the fact that I like her. And even if I don't, if she doesn't like me, she needs to acknowledge the fact that I tried to speak to her. Like, nah, bro. Like she she don't. She definitely don't. Because just like you said, like there's a little bit too much cachet on the idea that, you know, if we're in public, like you necessarily have to reply to you know like you know you like people don't you don't have to speak to people just because people are speaking to you like you know i i don't know why people get that sense of entitlement like yeah it's it's polite i could understand the politeness behind me and saying no thank you but nah if i don't know you i'm not first off i might not even reply to you because i don't know you. i don't know who you're speaking to who are you <laughs> yeah who are you trying to speak to me like I, I just look i grew up in the era of stranger danger this ain't the old like you know, era of the, you know, I don't even know what era of time where maybe people were just fine with speaking to each other like it was nothing. Like, but nah, like, I, it's just not that era no more. I'm sorry. We're in the modern 2020 era where, unfortunately, you might get slashed on the face in New York City by a psychopath wearing a hoodie for some reason. Or like, like I don't even know. There's so many different, like, reasons as to why. You got to just respect the fact that women move the way they do in a club. And like, even in a club or in the street, at the Starbucks or at the, the, the food truck on the corner for lunch at work, yo, just leave women alone, bro. Y'all don't need to be in their ears. Y'all don't need to be harassing them. You don't need to be putting alcohol on them, nothing. You don't need to spike their drinks, none of that. Like, none of that Learn shit. Learn to deal with rejection better. Like, you you know, like, what, what the yeah. fuck is wrong with the offer? Like, all right, if this woman says no, how has your life changed? You weren't doing anything with her before. Why the fuck do you have to be aggressive to her because she told you no? 
just go just move on about your day like nothing changes all right you say no you you you're ruining your own night by doing all of this fucking dramatic shit when you could have just been like okay have a nice day boom and then go do whatever the fuck you want to do or try again with another woman i don't know just leave that woman alone like it's just, yeah. it's just so much effort that like i feel like it, it it just doesn't have to be you know like you make a big thing like well she has to do this this and this or why isn't she doing this this and this when you yourself could just not do any of those things and then you wouldn't have to worry about it mm, yeah no nah, honestly you hit the nail on the head with all of that so, you know if you want to talk to him and go ahead cool but all you can, you know, if she says no, boom, the conversation is fucking over. Or if she doesn't acknowledge you, the conversation's over. That's it. If you feel like she's vibing on you or whatever, then you could be like, how you doing? And if she says hello or, you know, if the conversation continues, cool. By all means, hey, it worked out. If it doesn't work out, then guess what? Your life continues on and you can move on. You know, you're, you're just wasting so much fucking energy trying to get back at these bitches. You know, not all these bitches are the same. Or maybe it's you. How about that? If everybody's reacting the same way to some shit you're doing, maybe you should have the fucking the decency to figure out, yo, maybe it's the way I'm talking. It can't be everybody's problem, right? <laughs> it might be your problem. Yeah, exactly. It might be my problem. Like, yeah, like, I just think, you know, and, and, and I think that actually, like, brings up a greater point in that conversation of, you know, women can do all those things. And, you know, like, we can tell, you know, these these idiots, you know, all these things. Like all the information, like as to just how to maneuver around those type of scenarios with women, but like, what can the the I want to say like the bystanders, the friends, people like me and you, like we're in those areas. We see a friend, he's causing you know the trouble with women, and he's making her feel uncomfortable. Or we might see you know some behaviors that come off as predatory. I, you know, I, I don't want to say, like, I I don't know anyone personally right now. Like, yeah. literally, because right now, I'll be honest with you, at 25, if you inhibit any of those behaviors, I personally don't fuck with you. I that's kind of like, if, and that's just what it is. Like, if I don't talk to you, like, hey, I don't want anybody, like, I'm not even putting it out there for anybody to take that shit personally. But it, it is really what it is. Really, realistically, if I'm talking to you, that means you are morally a good person. That's just kind of what I see you as. And I have no doubt in my mind that those those people just are good people. Like, if you're fucking around and showing any, like, just, you know, you make women uncomfortable, like, typically, I I see that, and I will never bring you around. And I just always say, like, you know, when you see these things going down now, like, I always say, if I see that stuff happen again, if what would I do in those moments? Yeah. Call them out. How can we hold them accountable for those actions? I if guess that was really my question. You know, like, it's, it's harder with a stranger, right? Like, I would say... I, I like mm-hmm. you know monitor the situation with a stranger. Of course, yo, if you see homie hit the girl, then intervene and be like, bro, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like why did it escalate to that level? But if it's your friend and you see that, then it, it, I'm I'm saying this because if I believe I'm your friend, then I believe if I were to tell you, hey, listen, don't do this, you might you know pause and say, okay, why are you telling me not to do this? So I'm going to be inclined to say, you know what, I'd rather me than some random person. Because, you know, if some random person tells you don't do something, more often than not, you're going to be like, I don't know who you are. Stop talking to me. So you as a Mm -hmm. friend or anybody as a friend and you see this shit, call them out. You know, and I'm not saying call them out like, yo, yell in their face and be like, what the fuck are you doing? You could pull them to the side and be like, yo, what you did, that was unacceptable. And, you know, if you know why what they did was wrong, try to explain it to them. I mean, you could only do it so much. You could explain it to them. And, you know, you see how they take it. If you think, you know, they're they're cool and it's all good, then all right, go ahead. And then if you see their repeat behavior, then that's up to you. And if you continue hanging around somebody that's doing that shit, then I'm not saying you're a bad guy, but 
you're not better than the other person if you're allowing that shit to happen in your presence. You know, that's the bias. Mm-hmm. You're an accessory. You're, you know, you're an accessory, you're an accessory to and, the crime, realistically. And if something happens and, it, you know, you, you know, these, this person gets some shit done and you see the shit happen, you turn a blind eye, something happens with that person. Now the cops come to you and they see, you know, or some, some woman is like, well, I saw this dude. He ain't do shit. You know, whether or not you are, uh, you know, somebody who agrees with those actions or not, you are now still, you know, complicit with that because you ignored it. You were there at the scene of whatever was going on and you ignored it. So please, if you got yeah. friends that are doing that shit, just just call them out. It can start simple as, yo, what you're doing is wrong. You know, this is very predatory. You're putting other people at risk. You know, there's there's no reason for this. And you can only do what you can. But personally, if you see them doing that repeat shit and they're not getting it, then you might have to, you know, and if you're not comfortable with that, then you got to cut your fucking losses. Sorry. Like, if those people are doing that shit to random people, you know, like, I know they, you might be like, you know, that's my boy. He would never do some shit like that to me. I don't know. Some some dudes be, I listen, rape, moral, rape <laughs> and abuse happens more often than not for people you know than people you don't know. So I'm not saying, yeah, like, you know, honestly. I would just be wary of the company you bring. If you're going to still have a friend like that, which I would not advise, you know, mm-hmm. but I would just limit contact or just drop them all together. Like, you know, people trying to be like, well, oh, you don't fuck with me. But, dude, come on. Like, I, I'm trying to fuck with you, but you're, you're out here doing horrible shit. You know, mm-hmm. like it's yeah. friendship. Yeah, doing not horrible about, things. Like, for you for, for whatever. No, it's about helping each other grow. You know, people yeah. talk about it's about changing and growing through years. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, like you don't got to be the same fucking people you are twenty years ago. And you know, because you're friends through that, people you know assume like, okay, well, you know, this guy's gonna ride for me forever. If you, if I actually fuck with you, then I would speak up, and I I would assume that if people are actually friends with you and they care about you, then they'd want to see you do better. That's yeah, no, I'm I'm in total. I'm in 100 percent agreement. Yeah, it's just you know, like realistically, we need to be just more proactive about just stopping the behaviors before they develop because it's always those first you know cries out for help. Like, and I'm not gonna front. It's something as silly as even you know you go to the club and dudes just force themselves on the woman and start grinding on them. Stupid things like that is dumb. Like that should not technically happen. Like mm-hmm. you know you shouldn't be doing that. And, you know, like even in growing up as kids, like when we I was at parties, that was like the thing, like dudes was just grabbing girls and just like grinding on them, bro. That's sexual assault by definition, dude. Don't do that. Like, you know, we got to like just be more proactive and just, you know, tell people like, look, like you can just be her friend. Like you don't even need to look at her as more than just an like you don't need to look at it as an object. Look at it as more than just that, bro. She's a human, dude. She's a human just like you. You know, yeah. like the, when I look at Shy, I see a human first. I don't even see a woman. Like I, I don't look at her like, yo, you a woman. I say, yo, you're a human. Like me, we're both humans and we're partners. Like we're a team. We're a team. And that's literally how we all should just be on this earth together. It's not like, oh, bro, she, you know, she's out here with her titties out because she wants me to grab them. Like, nah, she's a beautiful woman showing off her beautiful body. And, you know, I'm a handsome guy in my handsome outfit because I love the way I look. And, you know, I'm here to have fun. You know, I go to parties now. And whenever I'm at the bar, I always say, I'm here at the bar to have fun with my friends, bro. And, you know, obviously I'm in a relationship. So, you know, for me, but like, this is what the single guy should be doing. If you're with your boys, bro, you at the bar to to hang out with your boys, boy. Don't sit here talking about, yo, I'm here to pick up a girl. Like, that's not what that shit, that's not how that shit works. I go out. I want to hang out with my, mm-hmm. my niggas. That's I, 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 what, what, what? Facts, like, that's why I wanted to what? go. Like, 
And like, you know, <laughs> the, the when you brought up like the, you know, like women having, you know, their titties out or whatever, like exposing skin, because apparently everybody wants to be fucking super conservative. Like, you, mm-hmm. you know, people or, or, or men are forgetting because, of course, with that, I know somebody's going to have that double standard be like, well, I can't go to the club with my dick out. OK, here's the fucking difference. Right. That's the dumbest thing. Here's mm-hmm. the difference. Breasts and ass are not sexual by nature. <laughs> Guess who sexualizes them? Men do. Men. Titties <laughs> breasts are for milk for a baby. Yes, they're big, small, whatever. They are attractive because you've put the onus on them. An ass is an ass. Mm-hmm. It's just fucking two pieces of skin. But we've sexualized it to the point that, you know, you see this in the jeans and you tap in your boy like, oh, shit, Dan, look at that ass. But that's not what the fuck is there for. Your penis is that's for the fucking it. sexual activity. So, yes, you can't go walking around with your dick out because that's not what that's for. Same thing a woman can't go mm-hmm. out with her vagina out because that's not what that's for. Like, it's just simple yep. as that. Like, you're, you're over-sexualizing, and that's what, that's what it comes down to. You're, oh, you're, like you said, you know, they're not thinking of them as a woman. You know, we, I know the jokes seem harmless when you're like, oh, nah, women are another species because they just be thinking crazy. But you're, you're putting this distance between you and women that you think women operate on some fucking other operating system like this is fucking Mac and Windows. No, bro, you're both human. <laughs> you're, you're, you're yeah, y'all the same. You're, way, you're making it Facts. way more difficult. Relax. That and you know you have yep. dudes be trying to work this shit up like I don't know how to talk to women. It, they're a human, right? <laughs> try that. <laughs> try that. Try try English. Try English. English. Try human phonetics. Like I don't even know. Bro. I don't know. God, oh man. man. All right. Yeah, um, man. So- uh, I mean, you know, I guess like the, with the just to like close off on that whole yes. like no topic. You know, the do say Palooza. Hopefully they get cleared up. I mean, because yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I I do like Rory, but I will. Be honest, I woke like the same way severed ties with because I, I wasn't a, a fan of Chris Styles. But if I find that Rory in any way was complicit, it's a dub. Like I would, ju- I'll straight drop my affiliation for that pod, like or my 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 fanship of the pod. I wouldn't tune into that shit if they was gonna keep yeah. him around. And you know, I read some funny things that I don't want. You know, you don't want to like spread everything because you want to wait for the hard information. Yeah, that's the only thing and unfortunate truth with a lot of these situations that you do need the hard information but at the same time you you definitely don't want to ignore the victims to me once i hear in a, a report or an allegation that's enough for me to have an eyebrow raised that whoever they they point to they're not just coming out of nowhere with that shit because the like, that shit don't just come out of nowhere and people try to be what about all the come on man the false false rape allegations are like the one percent of actual, yeah. rape, you know, actual cases that occur. So you're trying to use that 1% and say, you know, every woman that ever opens her mouth to speak about it is, you know, lying. And for what? You mm-hmm. know, like they try to say, oh, she's trying to get money. She's trying to do X, Y, and Z. But yeah, you're missing the fact that once they do this, you don't think that, you know, they're not going to get ridiculed for it. You don't think they're getting fucking death threats from people being like, nah, I know my boy, you fucking dumb bitch. You know, I know he would never do that. They're putting themselves out there because something happened. To the point where they're like, listen, I have nowhere else to turn. You know, I can't go to the cops. I can't do this. I have to tell this story. Somebody needs to know because there's I can pull up articles right now about how, you know, people are always saying, well, why didn't they go to the police and Chicago Police Department? I, If I remember correctly, they're talking about they found like 80,000 untested rape kits sitting in like a room, sitting in like storage rooms. So, you know, you're talking about women not going to the authorities. Women do go to authorities and that shit gets brushed aside. So what the, what the fuck do you expect them to do? 
You know, like, oh, man. I, I feel like people were, yeah. You know, all these double no, standards. Like, just, I actually just want to, I want to like yeah, literally please. speak to that point right there. Because, you know, people have this notion that you go to the cops and they just literally there to help you. Yo, cops do not want to help you. Bro, they literally want to convince you or coerce you into literally believing you caused your own issues 95% of the time. And that is a fact. Like, I literally lost things or I've had things stolen and literally go to the police precinct, a police precinct to file a police report. You're speaking to the police officer and they are literally trying to coerce you into telling you that you just lost it or you 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 lost it or stole it yourself, bro. It's incredible, son. Like, it, it's, I I just, I don't even know. I just literally had to speak to that. Cops are not always there to help. Yeah, and right, because everybody hates cops when they pull you over because you know they're going to try to fuck you over. Or, you know, if you're a black person, you know you don't really like cops because they don't like black people. And so now all of a sudden, you know, when it comes to, to, to women trying to go to the cops, you're all of a sudden the cops are the most reliable people on earth. Come on now. Really think this? You know, If you think that, but you can't apply that same logic to everything else or a woman trying to come forward all of a sudden you know that this doesn't make sense look they across the country as many as two hundred thousand rape kits sit unopened in police storage <laughs> like yeah like, <laughs> in one, in one oh, one in one detroit case an assailant i'm on the atlantic right now an assailant struck 11 times over 11 years all while his dna sat with police and it took a serial killer one who had pre been previously convicted of rape for a cleveland's police department to begin testing its backlog it's backlog. What? And Crazy. officers even tested the kid of a victim who managed to escape, not for DNA evidence, instead to see if they were checking for drugs in her system. So, yo, systematic racism is incredible, bro. And it's, incredible. it's systematic misogyny. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, like, come on. All these fucking excuses and what, what the hell are y'all doing? So, but anyway, yeah. on to the next... Heavy topic. Yeah, the next topic. Hex heavy topic. <laughs> um, what the fuck is going on with people protesting coronavirus? Like people are out here in droves, you know, protesting or, or having these public gatherings after being told not to have these public gatherings. And guess what? The majority of these people's skin colors are. Yeah, it's all. It's really just all white people. Honestly, it's really just all white people are really right now just kind of like rejecting the notion that coronavirus is really a thing, or at least they don't think it's as bad as it is, or they just want to work. Like maybe they do just want to work, but just like why, like the treatment of them, I think is really the most glaring thing Bruh. that a lot of people of color are offended about right now. Like, you know, it's like when you look at the Fergusons, you look at the the, you know, all the, the peaceful protests, all the, yeah. the Baltimore, you know what I'm saying? The Baltimore protests, you know, why is it those situations were treated and handled with police force, tear gassing, riot shielding? Like what, why is that not happening right now at the state Capitol? What is that in California where these guys, or, or I don't even, I forgot where it is. If it's in California or is it down South? One of those two counties, they charge on the Capitol Hill with guns and shit, gun toting. And I, you know, They're obviously, it's in the political podcast. The we, we're not factual, super factual, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to make that shit is really going on. Oh, uh, let me see. Uh, yeah, yeah. Look at this. Anti-vax activists are growing force at virus protests. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is that about? Yeah, let me see. 
Look at arms that. protests. Yeah, it's armed protests in Michigan. So it's going down in Michigan right now. The swastika and nooses. Bro, they, these dudes is running through, like, on Michigan state capitol, guns toting. Bro, tell me what would happen if you're talking about 100 black guys or 50 black guys. I don't even know what the number are, but it's t- clearly more than 10 to 15 to 20 people that are fully armed with fully automatic assault rifles. If they ran up on a state capitol in a gun legal state, what would happen? Well, yeah, bro. They would lay waste to them. They would lay waste to them immediately. There's and not even a question. About There's not even a difference in in when you know Ferguson had protests. It was people gathered together, and it was already met with antagonization. So when people are talking about, well, it still turned sour, anyways. Well, what do you think happens if somebody's coming down your neck and you're already agitated, but they're coming out ready to fucking fight, and you're like, listen, you're not even hearing what I'm trying to say. You've they've already. When, when cops do this and they show up in this riot gear, you're not even taking the crowd as, as being organized. You've already dismissed it as these are disorderly people and this is un- only going to go one way. And yet these people are storming mm-hmm. places with elected officials, no mass, no nothing with guns. Nothing's happening. They're, they're talking physically grabbing cops like, you know what, get, you know, we got to fucking open this shit up. And nothing, nothing, no, no armed resistance no tear gas no none of this they're they're being treated and you can't you know you there's no way you can look at this and say well actually here's what's happening here that's why it's not no you can see the style you know time and time again the way when you have large groups of white people and even with guns with guns you know whatever militia they like to call themselves this one was apparently called american patriot rally ha 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 probably some fucking white supremacist shit going on <laughs> and like you know, you're yeah. saying, you know, these people are are able to to exert themselves with force, and black people can't even do half of that force without being met with fucking guns, bullets raining down on them. What the hell is that shit about? Mm-hmm. So we're seeing this it's even crazy. now, even worse now when it's a pandemic on our hands. You know, like you know, people are exercising this crazy privilege when people are dying over this virus, and you are you're sitting there like, I need to go back to work or whatever the hell. They believe they need to do, but you're not wearing protective gear at the same time. Like you're doing all this crazy shit and you're not even abiding by the laws when, you know, you have people where it's a, it's an amendment right to be able to protest and be able to gather. But you're being met with resistance from police forces while these people can go and do pretty much damn damn near whatever the hell they want. And nobody's telling them shit. And just like we have we had it here, right, with the, the mm-hmm. a rabbi died. And uh, yeah, with the rabbi, I was gonna say with the uh Hasidic Jews, unfortunately, yep. with the rabbi, they lost the rabbi. And I mean, even before they lost the rabbi, I think you know, unfortunately, a lot of people in the Jewish community, because of the fact that against you know the CDC and you know the WHO, everybody that's been saying, hey, social distancing, cancel gatherings of more than 10 people in a single confined space, like you know. They've been putting out all these precautions and literally they've been saying, hey, God is going to take care of us. And look, I'm not even trying to sit here and shit on everybody, anybody that that um, believes in religion, you know, full and wholeheartedly. You know, I even consider myself a spiritual guy to some degree. Yeah, you, you don't you definitely don't want to play with with fire though, or the devil. Like if we want to like get into a religious term, don't play with the devil. And that's exactly what they were doing, bro. I'm talking about they were packing the streets you know, getting in it pretty much fights with the police and not being arrested for it. Like it was just like some of the most like clearant abuse of just white privilege that I've ever seen. Like, and it's just going on in New York City. And I mean, you know, you even look to today, like, you know, it was 80 degrees in New York City today. 
Like you look at uh, Central Park, some of the footage that I was looking at online, it's just like, bro, these people are just like privileged, bro. The it's privilege. Like- and literally, as I'm speaking to you, dude, a, 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 a video showed up on my feed, right? Mm-hmm. Young black man associ- uh, assaulted by a police officer, Anthony Gar- uh, says, uh, anti-crime officer Garcia, badge number 1923, um, number four. He assaulted a black man off of social distancing and LES. Bro, he's one man by himself being assaulted in the middle of the street by two cops right now. For what reason? And even though you got a whole park of white people in Central Park that nobody they didn't even care about. They were handing out masks, I heard, dude, for people. They were handing them out masks. Oh, this is just what man. we're talking about, bro. It's incredible. It's incredible, man. It's incredible, this systematic just you know racism what it is? that's it's, against it's us. Honestly, like, I, this is the first time that I can remember like modern white people being told no on a mass scale. Like, no, mm-hmm. you can't do anything. You have to stay home. And now it's, you know... That you can't handle that shit. I don't think mm-hmm. you know they, they, look at how white people react if you tell them no in the store. They're like, well, I'm gonna call your manager. They're basically saying like, like, this shit. Well, you know what I mean? I'll, I'll have your job. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna hear from me again. I'm gonna go yeah. talk to your manager. I'm gonna go to your supervisor. We're gonna have words. Oh man. And Yo, it's just so it, it's just it, mm-hmm. it's like they, they can't fathom being told no. So they're, you're just out here. These people are out here in Joseph's. You're, you're at this point, you're, you're, no, you're subjected to a civil fine. Like here in New York, they're talking about $1,000 civil fines. But it, they're not even being met with the same. Like we, I mean, we're talking about this entirely. But they're not even being met with the same type of animosity, period. Like we don't see it ever. You know, like just think mm-hmm. about if you're at a fucking bar or something and a crazy white person, they're just going to get thrown out the bar. A crazy black person, they're going to fucking call 40 cops. They're going <laughs> to fucking have 40 knees on my man's neck talking about he can't breathe. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Now, you know, like it's just crazy. And we, I've seen this shit in person and I'm like, what is going on? Like it could be one dude, six cops come out of nowhere. They're trying to wrestle him to the ground. And they're fucking applying thousands of pounds of force on him to try to quote unquote subdue him. One white dude is going crazy and they're like, sir, just calm down. Please go back to whatever. No cuffs, no nothing. He's over here spitting at cops, swinging. Not a fucking thing happens. Not a fucking thing is going to happen. It's, cra- it's, it's really crazy, man. I just, and you know, it's overwhelming, man. And, and you know, like, this is why, like, you know, when I see you and, you know, I, I notice it, like, when, when you just disconnect from social and you see this stuff, because this is, is just all over the, the waves right now, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, bro, it's, it doesn't matter. It's just there. Like, it's so hard to just want to, like, be online right now and try to have positivity. But it's like, you you know, I guess we have to, bro, because it's like, you know, I always say, what else is there? What else am I supposed to do? Am I really supposed to just give up or am I supposed to just be positive about it, you know? Our go-to thing is just laugh about the shit. Like it's not funny, but it's just like the only thing I can do is laugh because it's it's so absurd. Like just hearing the shit. Like yo, we're still dealing with this. Like it's you're wondering like is this shit ever gonna change? And so you have to laugh because you're like, what else can I do but laugh? Like I got you know I can't sit and fucking mope about it all anymore because I've already done that. You know we've been dealing this shit forever. So it's like mm-hmm. some everybody has a different coping mechanism, but it's like none of it is healthy. But it's like this is the only way to get through the shit, you know. Like it, it, it's too hard not to. Like and you know you see it, and like for me, I just got to step away because I'm like, you know what, I'm at my fucking limit. Like I'm just overloaded again, and like it, it's starting yeah. to happen more and more frequently. Where I'm like, yo, I just see some shit. I'm like, man, this is this is why I have no fucking hope. 
because it's like nobody's knowing, <laughs> nobody understands the severity of the situation and nobody wants to actually take it into more serious hands everyone's just i don't know doing some shit and it's like it pisses me off and i know i can fucking tweet into the void all caps guess who's hearing it not a single soul so i'll just remove yeah. myself y'all have fun doing whatever on there i'll just be over here yeah <laughs> honestly i I've, I've been on that type of time too i I've, I've definitely resonate with what you're saying 100 percent Oh, man. Uh, uh, man. but in more happy news, uh, it's on right now. But <laughs> are you excited for the last day? Oh, well, what'd you think of three and four episode three and four of the last day? Um, I actually like three and four. Three and four was dope, man. Like, honestly, this it's just overall, I've been taking in like just like all the information, you know, when you learn about you know Rodman and you know, just like everything that just went on behind like the bad boys, pistons, and just everything, the fallout. I think. I always love the week after the episode drops because, you know, I've, I'm a big sports news watcher. Like, I love watching First Take. I love watching Get Up. I love watching just all the analysts talk, even though they all say the same shit over and over. I like seeing some of the the uh, some of them argue and even like the legends like right now, you know, like seeing Isaiah Thomas like really get into his bag this past week has been just so refreshing. You learn so much more information about like just like what used to go on back in the era or like, you know, why Isaiah Thomas, you know, may not have made the dream team, not necessarily because Mike had an issue with him because of bad boys, but because of the shit that, you know, he was talking about Magic Johnson regarding, I guess, the whole AIDS thing. And, you know, when he got contracted with um, yeah. HIV, you know, like it's, it's just like, you know, there's so much information to learn from it. And, you know, it just reminds me that I do have to just sit down and like go ahead and watch the rest of the documentary because I know they have a bunch of 30 for 30s as ESPN Films um, produces this. But okay. just go ahead and just do the the, the um, homework on some of the other documentaries they got, you know, at least while we're in quarantine, you know? Yeah, that, yeah the, the all the, the shit about <laughs> the, uh, Mike going yeah. to Vegas to chase after Dennis Robin. Chase I'm, Dennis. Like, uh, I'm like, Mike went to the yeah. casinos. Like, I'll find him later. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find him later and then you see the meme of him dancing <laughs> with the cigar in the air holding the roof <laughs> yo oh man like he was doing that in Vegas looking for Dennis like yo Bro, I can't believe oh, that man. the fact that they just let him do it like yo Mike is like yo he's not coming back he's like you're really gonna let him do <laughs> but then he came back and he was yeah. so nice it didn't even matter it's crazy, bro. Dude almost averaged 20 rebounds in a season, son. Dennis Rodman, bro. He's very underrated. Yeah. He, De he's defensive. he might be the greatest defender, ever, yeah. honestly. You know, he really like might be. The, the sheer versatility. Mm-hmm. And, like, how... Yeah, nah, his size, pound for pound. Yeah, he just yeah. He yeah. was too much. Like, to, like, I think, what is he, 68 and had a 20... Pretty much a 20-20 season. That's incredible. Yeah. Had or like a 15, there, 18 like, or something like that. Imagine just being so dedicated to defense. Like, you just had gains of zero points. You're like, fuck it. Like my son you is just... 30 boards. Someone's just mad focused and just snarling on his face. Like, now nah, I'm going to just hurt you if you come down here. Like, yeah, he was just, never playing. Yeah, he was never for that play. play. Points, whatever. We win the game. Okay, I'll let Mike score. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he was, he's 6'7", <laughs> 220. Like, that's... Right now, yeah. that's a small forward. That's a small forward. Yeah, he's like Draymond. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, wow. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. yeah, okay. Like people are <laughs> like I, Draymond, he's good, but people are wild comparing him to either Dennis Rodman, Charles Barkley, or Shaq. Like, what? yeah, no, nah, he's not even in the same class as them. I'm he's just sorry. not even there. It's, it's not there, bro. Like, it's it's 
that's crazy. <laughs> like these are <laughs> these are like dudes that are like just the the most ridiculous anomalies. Like Shaq especially, but him and even Charles Barkley because Charles Barkley is like a legit six four. Talking about you playing power forward, yeah. grabbing twenty boards. Yeah, I couldn't like even believe that five assists. What? And scoring like almost 30 points per game at one point, being considered the best player in basketball while Michael Jordan was still in his prime. Legit. That is incredible. Like a legit, it's a legit. All right, he's 6'6, 250. But still, that's a very, (laughs) that's his listed height. I think he's actually closer to 6'4, as what I saw last time. Oh, yeah. yeah, Fucking. I always always do that two incher, like, because you figure, all right, without the sneakers, you're probably like almost two inches shorter than that. In his, they, uh, because he he, uh, he was on the Sixers at first, fucking got as a rookie, his postseason, 14 and 11, this straight contributing. Led his team to the playoffs, talking about shooting 20 20 and 12.8, and then in the playoffs, averaging 25 on 57 and 15 boards a game. Look. Bro, that man, I, it's it's to me, and that's why like this documentary is just important. I feel like yo, a lot of people have seen switch their argument over from Jordan to LeBron. You know, I, I go back and forth. Like some days I'm like, nah, Jordan's the go, but then some days, literally, I think I just tweeted yesterday. I was like, man, Katie and LeBron would average fifty in that, or I don't care. Like, you know, it it just really does give you the historical context and a different appreciation for the sport. Period. Yeah, it really does. Uh, yeah, yeah. It, it's I love <laughs> basketball. Like I really. I don't know what I would do without basketball. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I would do without it. I miss it so much. I can't wait for it to come back, honestly. Like, like I want to see a new season. Sport. Like, I, I will breathe this shit. Like, just just watching it, I'm like, wow. Like, this is just the craziest shit. It's so simple, but so complex. Like, mm. It's, okay, here, just put the ball in the basket more times than the other team. That's mad simple. Yeah. But just the way you play it is just <laughs> crazy. And just, like, how you can play it. Yeah, no, nah, honestly, it's 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 pretty uh it's pretty neat. I can't I cannot wait for ball to come back, man. Honestly, at this point, I need to I need to see somebody crowned. I need to see either the Lakers, the Bucks, or the Clippers win one of those three. I just can't wait for this. I just want to see like over. I can't wait to like the first poster of when it comes back, so I can just scream and like all the energy that I <laughs> had built up over the quarantine <laughs> will just come out when I see that. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, that's funny. Oh my god, I can't wait. But all right, I think that's it. Yeah, for us, right? Yeah, no, I think that's it. I think we wrapped it up. Hour and twenty, bro. That's crazy. That's not bad. All right, then. So if to recap, just yo, just please be everybody. Be safe out there. Fucking stay Mm -hmm. six feet away from each other. Respect the six feet away. Mm -hmm. Wear fucking mask, please. Don't do no dumb shit. Mm -hmm. It's not open. Not only helping yourself, it's helping other people too. Um. If you if you got friends that you think are creepy dudes, please discuss that with them. Tell them it's wrong because that shit is wrong. Facts. And uh, yeah, you know, I hope y'all have a good week and, you know, stay up because this shit is crazy out here. Nah, facts, yo. Facts. Uh, well, I'll at y'all for real, man. Stay blessed. And yo, respect woman. Respect <laughs> woman. I want to make sure to put yeah. that in there. Respect woman. You know, fuck Chris Styles. Respect yeah. women because they really, really, really hold it down, man. Yeah. Shout out to women, all the women in my life. I love you. Yeah, for real. I love you. All right, y'all.